It's time for the Four Guys Social Media Podcast with your hosts, Jeff Higgins, Gus Hilscher, Jordan Stone, and Ryan Putnam. Except Ryan's in Orlando being a jerk. Hey everybody, it's Friday. Welcome to the Four Guys Social Podcast. It's me, your host, Jeff Higgins, with... Jordan Stone. And... Gus. And we've got Ryan in Orlando today, dicking around or something. So we don't have him, so as a special guest, we've got the blonde fro that you always hear in the background that loves Creed. He's got an awkward beard. Welcome to the podcast, man. Hey, thanks. It's a warm welcome. It's Greg. So what's been going on this week? Anybody got anything uh, to... Start off right off the bat. Anything super exciting? Or? Speaking of beards, uh, Greg and I had a long discussion yesterday about beard conditioners. Beard condi- Wow. Oh, like, yeah. Elaborate. It was, yeah. it, was, it, was, uh, it was. It was. It was really telling. Um, I'm a big fan of beard conditioners, and, I, and of course, if uh, for anyone since you can't see us uh, in the beard spectrum here, Gus is on the bottom. I am second. Greg's uh, rounding it up at third, and Jordan over here looks like he just cut down a tree. Uh, exclusively. <laughs> I, I walked out of the womb with one. <laughs> I uh, had an axe, and uh, that's, that's, that's where I came from. Well, what kind of, what, what are you guys using? What are you, what are you using on your beard, Greg? Oh, that's why we had the uh, conversation yesterday, because I wasn't using anything. Uh, and I was getting the beard druff, yes. beard dandruff, and it is a terrible thing to have it is wearing dark clothing it's it's a terrible thing to befall any man uh, who wears any kind of clothing what kind well so what are these suggestions here like what what are the brands the one i use is uh is zeus yeah zeus brand um you can find them in uh you know uh hipster stores you know like refinery on the utc right um uh, but uh there's a couple different options you can do a beard balm which is basically like um like a mousse kind of ish that you put in your beard, so it kind of you know stays in, in place and doesn't try to run off. And uh, then there's beard conditioners, it just softens it up. And then uh, my least favorite, which is beard oils, I hate that. It's gross. It, I don't like shit in my face. You know, uh, yeah. So, so dumb question probably, but do you guys shampoo your beards? Absolutely, every I day. So, oh yeah. Uh, and then how did, why, was well, your first option to try to use Head and Shoulders on your beard? Yes, actually. It was I actually really? did try it, and it kind of worked, but it made my skin even drier after like a couple of days, so it didn't really help that much. But uh, today, I put actual like hair conditioner in it, and it's not doing bad. It's not doing it's, bad. It's conditioner in general is good. Just yeah. conditioner, period. I guess. Yep. I know. I go. I, I kind of just go with the I haven't shaved for two days look, and just keep it trimmed, and right. then. I, man, I, I had I had originally grown a beard back in like 98, 99, like back when all the skaters had them, like when it was first cool, and we were all rolling around with these just big, burly, ridiculous beards. And uh, I remember my girlfriend at the time, like I hadn't shaved in like eight months, and uh, I decided the one day, it was like, well, I'm done with this thing, because this is, this is insane. And I uh, shaved it off, and I looked like a mutant, because I was so used to having this massive beard going on but it felt so good and now anytime i've ever tried to grow a beard back out it's so damn itchy like i can't even take it oh, like yeah. i'll get to i'll get to about eight days in and i'm like nah nah screw this gotta fight through it yeah I, i've never really had the uh the beard itch 
but at the same time, I haven't so seen I, my chin yeah, in like don't. three You're years. You're born with it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen my chin in like three or four years. <laughs> so, have you ever thought about growing a beard, Gus? See, I'm kind of similar to you. I go like you know a week, and then it's just itchy on my neck, and I just can't handle it anymore. I heard it's kind of like an awkward stage where you go through that phase, but once you get past it. It's comfortable and you can deal with it, but I have yet to get to that stage. I felt like I didn't have enough time in my life to go through that stage. I was like, nah, I'm not dealing with this. I'm going to go back to... I don't know. It's one of those things where uh, to get what you want, you literally just have to do nothing and you get a beard. You get, do yeah. nothing. Mine was born out of pure laziness. Is it? <laughs> yes. It's too hot. I guess I got a beard now. So, yo, oh, hey, that popped I up. never have that problem. See, yeah, I feel like the, the heat. Like, yeah, never, that's never a problem. Living in Florida, hot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate having long hair. My smooth baby <laughs> skin from, from the sunburn of the Florida heat. You know, it, it, I would like to see you like after you get back from the beach and then shave and then just have like this weird white beard farmer's tan thing. Oh, it would on. be there definitely. It's bad. That's after about ten minutes. Okay, I noticed something coming up uh, in my Facebook news feed because uh, we we'd been talking about uh, Facebook advertising uh, last time in uh, Facebook Messenger. And how that's probably not going to pan out. Well, no, nobody so far, even now, a week later, everyone's like, "This is this is the biggest crap idea, you know, that you've come up, they've come up with." So, I'm sitting there, and a lot of times, I always go over to my menu and check uh, the different options they throw in there because they'll, you know, they'll throw things into your options menu and they won't tell you. Mm. And I found one that is a dedicated ad feed, and they titled it. You know, hey, we're going to keep your ads here just so you can come back once you've interacted with and check them out again, you know, in case you want to see them. And I'm like, all right, so their their whole thing about them running out of ad space seems to not matter because now they've got that – you can go and just have a feed that's just ads. I'm rolling through the thing. It's PlayStation ad, Adidas ad. It's a Publix ad. It's a, and I'm like, my God, I don't even remember clicking on some of these. And it was just a feed of ads. Hmm. Now, on top of that, I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, mid-roll ads that are going through the Facebook videos now. Like, they'll stop your video uh, in the middle. Yeah, they do that on YouTube. Yeah, they do yeah. that on, like, oh, on excessively long just, YouTube yeah, videos. Yeah. yeah, they'll throw them well, in there. Facebook's doing it on few-minute-long videos. Like, you could be watching a two-minute-long video. You could be up. I think I've seen it on a minute and a half. And it'll tell you that an ad's about to come up and just cut your video right in the middle of it and then throws it. And I don't stick around for that. I'm like, well, that was it. yeah, I'm done with this, whatever the hell this was. Yep. I mean, you can't they're, – they're getting to the point where – and I've <laughs> talked to uh, my son who's 10. And I've kind of – because I've had questions about it. Like how are younger kids – what do they think you know, about the advertisements? And it's funny because – a lot of kids, they're used to just being bombarded with it constantly. So to them, it's not that bad of a thing. The main thing to him is that it gets really frustrating when they're coming up in the middle of something. So, you know, they could have ads all over the place and it didn't really matter. But as soon as it came in and right in the middle of something he was doing, it just, it was like unquestionably the wrong thing to do. You know, and as us, being a little bit older and just different people that are in uh, the millennial generation, that's like one of the things, you know, you're, you, got, you don't have a lot of time, you know. So if you're going to sit there and you're sitting there like, all right, I'm going to take time out of my day to actually watch this, you know, it's not, you know, we've got other things to do, you know. It's like we have unlimited, we're not Greg over here. So, you know, and it's like 
you sit there and write in the middle of you know something you've invested time into, and it's going to be you know. So and a lot of times those mid roll ads, they're not even targeted. Mm. I mean, you're seeing random, just rando crap. Wow, I saw a random ad yesterday for Sky Zone, you know, the trampoline place where you bounce around. And <laughs> My stuff. kids there today, and it, and it was all like <laughs> dubstep music, and I'm like, like Reed the made music, it. The music immediately turned me off, but. <laughs> I've you know I've been there. It's cool. Played dodgeball with a couple of buddies, but yeah, I mean, that was the first time I've seen an ad for them, and it did interrupt my YouTube video for it. And yeah, I thought I'm getting dubstep blaring in my ears and big turn off. It's me. like uh, that uh, <laughs> that video that they just had that showing like how Spotify does their commercials. Like like I pay for Spotify, yeah, but if you don't pay for it, it seems like they just throw in this massive, uh, just like what the hell is this? It has nothing to do with the kind of music you're listening to or anything like that. I will say that's one of the better uh, spends of twelve dollars or what is it? Twelve or nineteen dollars? Might be nineteen. Mine's seven ninety nine a month through Sprint. I got a deal through them. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm like somewhere. I think it's like twelve. It might be nineteen, but that's it's either way. It's the best money I've spent in a while. Yeah. Just because how, mu- how much is Apple Music now? I think it's nine ninety nine. I, I know yeah, Sprint was but... trying to talk me into going over to Tidal, which is ridiculously priced. Have you <laughs> seen how much that is? No. It's like for their top tier one, it's like twenty nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, like what the hell are you doing with that? HBO goes cheaper than that. Yeah, yeah see the Z album for the first week. Yeah, yeah, I know that was it. And, yeah. then, and well, yeah. that's what they did. You could sign up, and I get six months of it free. But then it's X amount of dollars. After six months, you forget. You're gonna get. They're gonna get that oh, charge off oh, that yeah. first bill, and then you're gonna be like, "What the hell?" And, you know, and then you cancel. Some music. All right. So, uh, lead singer to Lincoln Park is passed. I was surprised at how open they were about it being a suicide because I mean, oh, who died? Chris, Chris Cornell, Cornell died. Well, recently. he it was, was like three days later. We're right, finding out. Well, he was Chris Cornell's kid's godfather. Yeah, they're buddies. Really? Close yeah, buddies. I didn't know that. Really close buddies. Chester Bennington. Yeah, Chester yeah. Bennington. How was? Uh, what was your first uh, interaction with Lincoln Park? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, fairly young. So that was a uh, a good inter- a good surrogate into harder music. I mean, they they became a joke to to people my age, you know, recently. But Meteora was a really good album. Like, it, it, I remember Meteora being a fantastic album. That was their second, I want to say, or was, was it that first? the was that the album that had crawling? On yes, the skin? Oh, yes, yeah, I, I believe I remember so. that one. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they were they were a good surrogate into you know uh, uh, more harder kinds of music that I ended off really liking. So I, it's not that I I don't hold I don't begrudge them. You know, right? Anything. See, yeah, see, and that that's like where uh, the difference where I was because of me being a little bit older than you guys. I had kind of been in the scene a little bit longer, mm-hmm. and so at that point. I had already, you know, fuck, at this point, you know, I'm just being like a cocky young kid at this point. I'm like, this music blows, you know? I'm like, you guys haven't heard of this band, you know, that six people have heard of. You know, right. four of them are in the band, <laughs> you know? But, uh, I mean, it was, a, it was a lot of when that was going on, the, the, main, the main thing in my life was being able to try to, to, try to find a band and then show somebody else that band. So a lot of the stuff that I was listening to was so like it would be so hard to find. Like I remember that one time I was I was telling you about that band Kelton DMD. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I was like, this used to be Small Brown Bike, and then Small Brown Bike broke up, and then some of them went to LaSalle, and the one dude went over and made Kelton DMD, and they only did like one album. Then Small Brown Bike got back together, and then it was you know, 
But it was like, that was my thing, was trying to find all these breakaway bands of these bands that I liked. You know, oh, yeah. this band broke up, and now there's these three bands. And then you try to go through those three bands and check that and out. And nowadays, if you're into like the post hardcore uh, sort of thing, which you and I are, uh, especially, I'm like, it's, it's, they always have the same formula. It's they get together, they do kind of an EP, then they put out a, an amazing album, and yeah. then they break up, and then yeah, it's gone. Stuff. Yeah. But it's, well, this is like when we were joking the other day about Greg whipping in here, blaring some Creed, and then uh, what's funny is he. Who, what was it? What were you listening to when you pulled in today? Oh, that was uh, Migos. Migos. Yeah, I, I swear to God, it got switched before he pulled into the parking lot. But then, uh, what was it? The other day on my Spotify, because I just leave my feed open of what I'm listening to. And, and Jordan comes busting out with, uh, I didn't even know Bananarama had a Greatest Hits album. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but that was from me coming in here, and I was just blaring some Cruel Summer from Bananarama because I was just in the mood yeah, for some I, I, I saw, <laughs> 80s music. I saw it on my Spotify feed, and I just thought that the Greatest Hits of Bananarama would just be Cruel Summer like 20 times. Like, just, just over and over. That's the only song I ever thought they ever did. I was that, amazed to see that album. It was, I mean, it was one of those things where, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm just driving, because I'll get in certain moods where I'm either in like a podcast mood where I'm driving, because I've got a pretty decent, I've got about an hour drive here to the office so like i'll either be in a podcast mood or i'll just throw on a playlist or something like that and i wasn't really in the mood for anything and i'm looking through like my daily playlist and it said playlist six and i'm like where the hell did daily playlist six come from and this thing was like a soundtrack to every 80s movie that's ever been made and i guess that i've listened to too many 80s songs on different occasions mm -hmm. to where it's like hey this guy needs a soundtrack of this <laughs> So, yeah, so Bananarama was on there, man. I think, like, Danger Zone was on there. Yeah. I saw Kenny Loggins on your feed the other, uh, earlier today, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and next, that was, like, some Tears for Fears or something uh, yeah, like I'm that. Yeah, I'm not even joking, man. That was a pretty solid playlist if I you're in the mood for that. I just realized that uh, I was wrong. It's Meteora was not their first, it was not Linkin Park's first sound. It was Hybrid Theory. Hybrid that was, Theory with the... Yeah, that was crawling that, in my is skin. That, is that the one that the guy spray painting? Yeah, yeah I think it? so. I think so. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I hope, you know, condolences to his family and Absolutely. things like that. I mean, that's uh, never a good way to go out, you know. And obviously, there were some issues. And... Barely. All right. Recently, <clears throat> a lot of people have been really shooting off because you guys know how much I've been, time I've been spending on the bots and building these things up. Mm -hmm. And, uh, a lot of what I've been seeing lately is it's getting real hot. A lot of people are talking about it, and it's getting uh, it's getting almost like influencer marketing, where no one's really looking into it. They just see everybody talking about it, and they're like, "We got to get that. We got to do that." And that's kind of what's happening lately. Is I've seen is people are throwing out random comments like, uh, you know, uh, bots are gonna kill your community manager, or they're gonna you know take over your social. And every time I hear that, because of how in depth I've sat here and dug into this crap and how involved it is and how long it takes and things like that I'm like you're out of your mind and a lot of it can be used for customer service I mean there's a lot that I've implemented into these where they're answering a lot of questions more than just basic frequently asked questions you know things of like that especially for the the one that we're working on for Teleflora so the one that they're working on, they can go in, they can check uh, delivery times, they can check who signed for their order, they can check you know, a lot of different issues. 
They can go through and do orders. They can check by color. They can check by flower. They can check by occasion. They can check by season. It, I mean, it does a lot. The thing is, is that everyone thinks that you're going to have this customer service bot come in and it's just going to answer everyone's questions, you know, and people ask weird stuff. You know, I'll look at the, the back end of this and I get to see what everybody's typing to the bot because you get to go in, analyze it, things like that. And that helps you because you, you can help build the AI up that way. So you're like, all right, well, a lot of people have asked this question. I should throw in an answer to this. And so it always makes it better that way. The thing is, is that there's always somebody with a new question. So there's always something the bot can't answer. So I, I've always said a bunch of times, you know, you're probably maybe right now where in the future, who knows? But right now with the customer service, it, it'll maybe handle not even 50% of your questions. It's going to have to go to a human or some sort of customer service rep. You know, that some weird question is going to happen. And it's not even like, oh, that's like going to be like a one in a million question because Everybody asks weird crap, and the way that people type now, they type like they speak. So there's a lot of things that the bot won't pick up. And there's also, like, people talk about uh, learning bots, and they had, what was the name of the Google bot? I cannot, was it Watson or No, Watson's Albert? IBM. Oh, yeah, you're right. Might be, out, but it had where enough people interacted with it and made the bot racist. Right. Well, well it took up everything from Twitter, didn't it? It was it picked it was, up a whole yeah, lot it of was, stuff. It was running through and it just now you have a racist bot. Right. And it's like and that shows you how far along you are. And what the way I kind of relate it is to marketing automation through email. Mm -hmm. Now when people have same kind of deal, everyone's like we got to get some marketing automation. You know, half half the people didn't even know what the hell it was. And you know, half the people didn't even know it had to do with email. Right. And then so now what you've done is a bunch of people throwing marketing automation out there that hasn't been set up correctly. And that's become the biggest issue with everything, whether it's influencer marketing, whether it's bots, whether it's marketing automation, it's people thinking they need something because everybody has it and nobody has set it up correctly. And people did it. It's taken a long – people still don't have their marketing automation correctly set up. It's gotten better, right. but think how long that's taken for people just to even start fixing it. You know, so there's – there's no way. I mean, like in a grand scale, yeah, absolutely. But it's also a, a foundational misunderstanding of what these words mean and what it is to be uh, uh, automated uh, and how they connect to a campaign um, that, you, that you do so that you can measure it against other campaigns. Absolutely. Um, and the thing is, is the part of uh, with marketing automation and the bots as well is that there's a journey that they have to go through, you know, same thing with the bot. You've got to map this out completely. You take them through a journey. You know, you want them to subscribe to something. You want them to, you know, look at other purchases. You want there's a lot you can do with it. Same thing with the, you know, marketing automation. You know, it's not just one email and you're out. You know, it's a long process. Did they interact with the email? Did they interact right. with other What emails? time did they interact with the email? Absolutely. You know, and did what they time of the day? Did they something from this email? Did right. They, do they move into another phone? And so you're going to have a lot of other options mapped from there. But I think uh, mainly a lot of people, it's getting to the same thing, and that's what people do. They hear something, they think they need it, they hop on it, and then you end up with a really screwed up process or a bunch of people saying bots suck. And they don't suck. Everything just kind of sucks because no one set it up correctly in the first place. Okay, so O.J. Simpson, out of prison, he uh, got away again. He You're squeaky no, no. Johnson, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> My chair. 
But um, yeah, I don't know if you guys caught that. I'm sure you did. It was getting broadcasted on ESPN, uh, CNN, I'm sure a couple other news stations. And uh, he was basically laughing the whole time, joking around, said he never threatened anyone with a weapon, which is insane. Everyone laughed, ate it up, and he's free, and he's probably going to go commit another crime. So for we talked about this earlier today, and I was not aware of what he got arrested for. We circle back to that. I, I don't remember. It was what happened was is after the uh, the first case, the right. the murder trial. Right. After that, they had the civil suit where he just didn't have all that money to pay that. So he ended up getting a lot of his possessions taken and things like that in the suit. Now, the guy in Vegas was a sports memorabilia collector who ended up with a lot of his stuff. He had bought it. So apparently OJ was in Vegas and some of his other buddies were in Vegas and they came up with the phenomenal idea of going to this guy's room where he had he knew they ha had some of the stuff and just steal it back from the guy. Armed. Armed. Yeah. yeah so. so that's how that went. I mean, he literally said, quoted, was saying, I've never threatened anyone with a weapon. Like, you've done it multiple times. And I remember he said, what like, I've, I've had, like, a pretty, uh, I've had, like, a real, you know, a whole life where I haven't had a lot of controversies or things like that. And I'm thinking, like, where were you at that one point? You know, like. You're you're pretty much the main thing that we think of when we think of celebrity that was controversy. Yeah. is. And it brought up a lot of things because everyone started talking about, like Gus was saying, you know, you, they had it on ESPN, they had it on CNN, they had it, like anywhere you looked, there was somebody talking about it. And the thing was is that this wasn't that big of a deal. It was kind of just a parole hearing and he'd already been in prison for nine years. Jesus. But that was the beginning of a sentence. His sentence was nine to 33 years. Right. And he got out in the ninth year. I think that's what everyone's having a big issue with. Doesn't right now. he have like four months left or something? He gets out. In I October, think it's October. Yeah, they, okay. they have a plan. They have to investigate a plan for him. What's he going to do? That's another thing why he's moving to Florida, is because we have a uh, something with our uh, bankruptcy or laws where his wife's his wife's money that they uh, they sued him for, he doesn't have to pay them because Florida protects him from that. Hmm. From some kind of civil lawsuits, you move to Florida, you don't have to pay that. So they, he owed like $33 million right. in a civil lawsuit, and he's paid barely any of it. So he moved to Florida, so he doesn't have to pay any more of it. You're kidding. That's wow. like a whole other thing where people are having issues with them. Did you watch that uh, three-part 30 for 30 they did? I did not. Nope. I had, that was really good. I know they had you know the uh, making a murder and all that shit. He was in on that. Yeah. They had the, the one with OJ. There was this at this one point I was watching it. And I didn't realize how far he kind of took the train off the tracks there for a little bit. I mean, there's like video of him just rolling around with all these other guys, and they're just all jacked up and just, I mean, just like hanging out with just tons of girls hanging off of them. And it was like, you should be the most low key dude in the world. Like, if you ever got charged with murder and you went to a case right. and you got off of murder, when everything kind of pointed that you probably did it. Yeah. You should just just take it easy. Wow. You know? I, I mean, I totally agree. I, I'm, I'm amazed. I didn't know what he had gotten arrested for, for like the sports memorabilia thing. I, I can't believe he was that hard up for money. It was such the, it was the dumbest idea in the world. It, did the Naked like, Gun movies not pay him enough? I have no idea. Why, how is he so hard he, up for money? I mean, wow. He's I, an idiot. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. no other way to say it. He is an idiot. If you listen to him talk, listen to him yesterday, 
Yeah. I think that's the thing where it kind of comes off where people kind of look at it like, you know, all right, you know, when you're in certain situations, you should probably, you know, take it a certain way, you know, like if you're in court and you're at a parole hearing, you know, and this, that, and the other, you know, you shouldn't have, you know, three minutes of hot mic of you just sitting there laughing, joking around. Yeah. And did you guys hear that? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I think people make a judgment off of, I think yesterday's big thing is people kept bringing up the old thing on this one. And this one had nothing to do with True. this. You know, and, True. And, True. and that was the thing. It was like, this is, you know, just based right off that parole hearing. All right, Greg made a good point over here. Uh, hit it off, Greg. Oh, about... Uh, Ride your shark into the desert. Uh, <laughs> start doing stuff like that. Twitter sex bots. They are taking over. They said they found about over 90,000 sex bots just destroying everyone's feed. Every time you try to talk to someone, add something. I'm having the same thing with Instagram now as well, where I'm getting ads from women asking for sex and it had like two friends following them and it's literally every single day about three times a day yeah what's funny is you'll see these on on facebook like you'll see the you know like uh like sometimes you'll get the maybe you know people you know people you may know oh yeah and every now and again i'll look i'm like so <laughs> i may know this woman with the fake breasts and a wet white t-shirt yeah. i'll click on this and check and then you look, you look, and you always. see who your your mutual friends are, and it's always those two or three dudes where you're like, of course it's these yeah, guys, yeah. okay, <laughs> and, yeah. And then lately, I've been getting the ones where it's just really blatant. And it'll have like a crazy name, doesn't sound like anybody's real name from anywhere in this part of the solar system, and then right on their profile picture, it says, "I wait you," so that's already misspelled, mm-hmm. and then it says, "free sex." And I'm like, they're not even like trying to catfish you at this point. I mean, and who's sitting around going like, oh, it's a free sex, bro. Yeah. And then goes for that. I mean, that's like a lowest common denominator person if that's your target for a... So wait, you're telling me that there aren't hot local singles in my area? (laughs) There might. There might be. Are you telling me that? Have you checked your friends? Who are your mutual friends? Ask them. (laughs) So have you guys talked to that... uh, (laughs) <laughs> what else have that yeah you guys ever had any interactions with fake accounts or anybody like you found out was fake when, when I was on, I have on dating profiles yeah exactly like, that's, yeah that's like on plenty of fish and everything you'll talk to girls like hi they're like oh hi i'm from something and it's just like it's broken english and you just tell so you always have to keep talking or, they, or you you know you match with them you know like a sucker that you can be guilty <laughs> And uh, they, send you, right. they send you a message immediately, you know, oh, I don't chat on here often. Go to this link. Uh, yeah, yeah, go to this chat link. chat with me here. It's like, oh, See, I've noticed that too. Like there's sometimes like if uh, you're on Twitter or uh, Tinder or Bumble and like you're sitting there and you're flipping through. And as soon as you get that message where it's like, hi, you like sexy? And you're like, oh, God, all right. So I can't believe they're bleeding out into uh, – uh, Twitter and Instagram. I mean, they have a captive audience with the dating apps. Like they are clearly friends. They are. See, I've seen a lot on Twitter where you'll you'll get like a friend request or there was a somebody followed you, and I'll go and I'll check it out. I'm like, oh, who's this? And I'll click on it, and it's just somebody no 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 cover photo. They're following, you know, fifteen hundred and eighty nine people, and you know they have four followers, and they're. You know, all their tweets are, uh, look at me naked here. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and it's, I guess, I guess at some point if there's enough of them, there's somebody somewhere, it's like, you know what? I want to look at that girl naked here. Pure and they click statistics on game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with enough of them, there's somebody got to be sitting around. I've been close a couple of times at 3 a.m. Just, <laughs> I think I want to see this girl naked here. Yeah, that's, that's what happens if I actually click this link. Of what all happens? The places to go on the internet. Well, tell us what happens, Greg. Oh, I never. You're not fooling anybody here. <laughs> I clicked it, on a few. No, it that, just opens. That, that I mean, is it like a browsers? Uh -huh. and it's all to different other porn sites, all this other shit, and then you'll see me local areas, right? Women here. Yeah. Uh, see, I mean, that's that's the thing. Everywhere. You can't even. It, it, I guess if we really wanted to get into it, you're. I guess you're technically uh, professional adult. Uh, entertainment sites, they never do that kind of stuff. No. You know, if you talk to uh, on Reddit, uh, Pornhub, they've oh, yeah. got Pornhub Katie, and she hops in there all the different times, just in different conversations. So, hey, <laughs> Lindsay. Lindsay, Lindsay's making a walkthrough. She doesn't want to be involved ever. We've asked her multiple times. She has lots of input, never wants to. She's just going to close the door, apparently. <laughs> Pornhub does get involved, I, I, and they do it with so the, educationally mean, but, too, right? But they don't they, sit there and you know blatantly try to slap you with an. No, know, no, and crap. everything that they do is is so socially aware. They they do you know studies about who's looking at what per state, you know all that they stuff, do. and they fund uh, they fund um, uh, sex awareness stuff. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening this week. We'll be back next week. This is Jeff Higgins, Jordan Stone. Us and Bjorn Miles. And we'll talk to everybody next week.